So here's the big question. How are entrepreneurs like us, who have been hustling and struggling to make it to success, who seem to make it one step forward, only to fall two steps back, who are dedicated, determined, and driven, how do we finally break through and win? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Kelly, and this is the Mind Body Business Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. I am the most blessed person on the planet because I love what I get to do so much. I get to meet amazing individuals. Our guest who's coming on is no exception. I'm really excited for you and for myself. I get to learn more about how to successfully run a business than I think anyone on the planet because of this very show. Because on the Mind Body Business Show, what we do is we bring on successful entrepreneurs, people who have already achieved a good high level of success. And the purpose behind this show is really to help extract their quote unquote secrets and reveal them to you so that you can take these secrets and model them, basically copy them, put them into action for yourself and achieve success faster because why reinvent the wheel? Are you smart enough? Could you do it all on your own? Yes, there's no doubt. Do you want to? My opinion is no, <laughs> because typically it takes a long time to learn and master a craft or a skill. Why not just model, follow, a copy someone who's already succeeded at it and get there much quicker? And of course, they all give us express permission. Everything we talk about on this show is open for anyone to model. Uh, that's why I love the folks I have on my show. They are givers. They love to give. Oh, and my guest that's on tonight is no different. We had a great chat right before the the um, before the show started. The Mind Body Business Show is just that. It's a show by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs to bring you the, the secrets to success. And um, one of the things about creating a successful business, like I was saying, is it takes a lot of skill sets. You need to master a lot of skill sets. And that is the business part of Mind Body Business, the show's name. And what that means is one must master a great number of skill sets in order to create and grow a thriving business. Skill sets like marketing, sales, team building, leadership, systematizing. I'll stop there. I could keep going for a long time. <laughs> well, the thing is, as being an astute individual yourself, you know and you realize that to master anything takes a good deal of time. I think it's uh, to become an expert or to be considered an expert in any one thing, you have to have put in a focused amount of 10,000 hours on that topic, uh, similar with mastering skill sets. Good news is that you don't have to master every skill set that's necessary. In fact, if you just mastered one, one skill set, and uh, yes, it was one of the few that I mentioned here just a moment ago, if you master just that one skill set, then the rest can and will fall into place. That one skill set is leadership. Once you have mastered the skill set of leadership, you can then bring on individuals that have mastered those skill sets that you have yet to or may never master yourself. And that's good news. You want to have a team uh, in your camp. And oh, my goodness, my guest that's coming on talks about this herself, the importance of having a team and leveraging that brilliance in that team and handing off a lot of the duties to them and have them take care of their core competencies. And so you can work on the business instead of in the business. And then there's mind. This is what the show is all about. It's about mind, body, and business. Mind is about mindset. So what I did is I interviewed and studied many successful entrepreneurs over the course of 10 plus years. And I found those three, those three pillars of success kept bubbling up to the top. And that was the areas of mind, body, and business, as you see as the show name. Mind is to a person, those that I interviewed and studied had a very powerful, positive, yet most importantly, flexible mindset and body. They all took care of themselves. They took care of themselves physically and nutritionally. Very simple. And then business, we've already covered that. So that is the Mind Body Business Show in a nutshell. And another wonderful thing uh, that I noticed over the course of, of studying all these successful people is that to a person, they were all very avid readers 
of books. And with that, I'd like to segue real quickly into a segment that I affectionately call Bookmarks. Bookmarks. Born to read. Bookmarks. Ready. Steady. Read. Bookmarks. Brought to you by ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. And don't you worry, Diana Concop Morgan is coming on in just a few minutes. We're almost there. ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. Now, there's a little pause here that I want to be very clear on. And that is, as you're watching this show, I know Diana is going to be bringing a lot of resources to the table. It happens every single show. Resources like web addresses, you know, websites. So one of the tendencies one might have, as I would, is to go check that website out while the show is still going on. This is a live show. Even if you're listening to this as a recording on a podcast or watching the recording, I would implore of you, rather than run off and start looking at these other resources while you are, quote unquote, listening to the show, uh, instead, I would implore of you to write notes to take them down and then visit those resources after the show is over. Because here's the thing. I always say this. The magic happens in the room. I would just hate like heck, if you were to be sidetracked, looking up, researching one of the resources, and Diana says that one thing, that one thing that could change your life forever, and because you weren't focused on listening to her and the show, then you missed it, and it could have changed your life forever. Please don't let that be you. So that's my soapbox moment, and I'm getting off it right now. Here we go. ReachYourPeakLibrary.com is literally a website I had put together with you in mind. Now, you might find that to be cheesy sounding, but it's true because I myself was not an avid book reader until the age of 47. That's 10 years ago. You can do the math. You know how old I am now. And I don't care. It's fine. Every year is a victory. So uh, I didn't start reading until the age of 47. And I just I, as soon as I did, I like, oh, my God, it opened up my eyes to and my mind and my business just started flourishing uh, unlike ever before. So I began reading books and thought, you know what, as I'm reading these, I will help other people by putting on just the books that had a profound impact on me, either through business or personal life or both. And I compiled them all on this website. There is no rhyme or reason to the order that they are there. So you can just scroll through them, find the first one that jumps off the page and go get it and read it. You don't have to get it from this site. This is not for the purpose of making money. In fact, if any of you have ever had Amazon affiliate links and you've had anybody buy a book, you know what I'm talking about. It's not a money maker <laughs> in any major sense of the word. Get it anywhere you want. It doesn't matter. We've provided buttons there if you uh, want the the uh, ease of doing it right from the page. But you can see it just keeps going on and on and on. I'm going to add more as books go on. In fact, a little birdie told me that our very guest expert tonight has written a couple of books on her own right. We're going to talk about that as well. And on that topic, what do you say we bring her on? Let's do it. It's time to bring on the special guest expert. Here we go. It's time for the Get Expert Spotlight. Savvy, skillful, professional, adept, trained, big league, qualified. And there she is, ladies and gentlemen. It is the one, it is the only Diana Concuff Morgan. Yes. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing this evening, Diana? I am doing fantastic, Brian. Great Oof. to be here tonight. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited for this episode because of you. You are the reason. And I cannot wait to dig in to your philosophy in marketing, your philosophy in business, and in life. And um, I just, such a synergy I felt immediately upon talking to. And we'll get into that real deep, real quick. And I apologize, but I need to do some housekeeping first. You see, we have a sponsor up there over your left shoulder. So everyone stay on until the end of this show live. You must be on live and you'll get the opportunity to win a five night stay at a five star luxury resort. And that's all compliments of my pal, Jason Ness. That's the big insider secrets. If you're watching this on video, you see that. TheBigInsiderSecrets.com is the website. You see that red and white, nice stamp-looking logo on the show. And uh, I love this because we give away a phenomenal vacation stay every single week. I'm just so, um, so blessed that we have a sponsor like that. And then a couple more, and we're coming back to Diana. I promise, I promise, I promise. So if you are struggling with putting a live show together and it's overwhelming and you want a lot of the processes done for you while still enabling you to put on a high quality show, 
and connect with great people like Diana Kunkoff, Morgan, yes, and grow your business all at the same time, then head on over to CarpetBombMarketing.com. Carpet Bomb Marketing, saturate the marketplace with your message. And one of the key components that is contained in the Carpet Bomb Marketing system is one that you'll learn how to absolutely master. And it's the very service we're using at this very moment to stream this very live show, uh, the Mind Body Business Show. And over the course of, gosh, almost 10 years now, uh, I've tried so many of these quote unquote TV studio solutions for live streaming. And I'll tell you right now, StreamYard is by far the best of the best. Uh, it's, it combines supreme ease of use along with unmatched functionality. So write this URL down, get in the habit of it now, ryp.im forward slash stream live, all together, lowercase, ryp.im forward slash stream live. So start streaming high quality, professional looking live shows for free. You can do that right now, but wait till the show's over, of course. So go ahead and write that website down and visit it after the show's over because it's time to get busy to bring on the lovely and amazing Diana Kunkoff Morgan. And now it's time to give her the introduction she deserves. And I'm finally going to start stop yakking and let's listen to her in just a moment. Diana Kunkoff Morgan, marketing strategist, published author, national speaker, is a successful serial entrepreneur with over 30 years experience, including building two successful uh, businesses. Woo! Got me all choked up. I'm so excited. <laughs> Using the strategies that she teaches her clients, Diana helps coaches, change makers, and thought leaders and other entrepreneurs who rely largely on relationships and referrals to gain new clients. The whole heart marketing strategy is designed to increase connections and convert them into referrals and clients with tried and tested strategies. How many of you love that? Tried and tested, not just, I think it's going to work. No, it's been tried and tested and it works. Officially, formally, Diana Kunkoff Morgan, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. Thank you so much. Thank you, Brian. Now, I like to dig and get right into it. Um, what we're going to do is peer into your beautiful brain just okay. a little bit. What I like to find out is, Diana, you've been around the block. You, you have 30 years of experience. And so that tells me you've seen a thing or two. Yes, <laughs> you've experienced a thing or two. And not all of it is shiny rose, uh, shiny objects and beautiful roses and all that. There have been setbacks along the way. I, I'm just guessing. Um, so for you, when you get up in the morning, I'm deeply curious about this. When you get up in the morning knowing and having been through what you've been through, knowing that there could be more and there will be more arduous things, setbacks, things of that nature. What is going on in your beautiful brain that keeps you driven, keeps you going forward day in and day out, week in and week out, month in and month out? What is it for you? <sighs> That's a great question. So, you know, I guess I'm just going to start. So my, my son is having a baby soon. So I'm, I have babies on the brain. And I heard someone say once that babies are God's way of telling us we must be doing something right. And what gets me up in the morning is knowing that my life is about helping heal the world and heal people and bring joy and happiness. And that's what gets me up in the morning. Everything I do is around that purpose, the purpose of healing the planet and healing ourselves. And I love, I love, I open the show almost with a similar question every time because it's about mindset in my humble opinion that is the foundation of all of our lives. I, I think I, I'm a firm believer that our level of success or lack thereof is 100% about what's going on between our own two ears. And Absolutely. what you said is very compelling because most that I've asked that question have a similar take on it in that they're not thinking about themselves. They're thinking about how I can impact others. Mm -hmm. and I, want, I just want to kind of bookmark that. Oh, I like that. I want to bookmark that for everyone to say, look, this is one of those very key things, those key ingredients of a successful entrepreneur is the ability, the desire, and the drive to help others. That is, you know, so many people have this thing, this, this weird thought process about wealthy people, successful people. They think they're a bunch of snub nose, you know, get out of here. I don't want anything to do with other people. And I have found over the course of, geez, just doing this show, that is, nothing could be farther from the truth. It's the exact opposite. 
they love most they're bad apples let's all get over that but for the the lion's share of people that are successful got there because they served others i mean what are right. your thoughts on that absolutely it's absolutely about serving others you know um whether it's in my business or whether it's who i am as a person you know it is it's it's like we're all connected and it is about raising consciousness and all of us taking those next steps to become our greatest self. Mm. And, you know, I don't normally address this in the beginning of the show, but I'm bringing it up now because it's such a perfect time because of what you do, your business. I want to learn more about that, not just for myself, but for others, because it's so enlightening and refreshing listening to you about the the approach you take when it comes to marketing. So if you wouldn't mind, just maybe hit on the key point of your philosophy when it mm -hmm. comes to marketing and go ahead and let's, I want to hear what is it that you do for your clients? This is a multi-part question. I hope you get all this. And, <laughs> and who are your clients? I mean, who are you targeting? Is it one-off entrepreneurs who are uh, solopreneurs? Is it small businesses? Is it large corporations? Is it all men, women, age group? Who do you address? And Primarily, though, the, the, what I'm trying to pull out is what is your philosophy when it comes to successful marketing? But go ahead and, and have fun with the rest of all that. And I'll actually pull up your website while you do that, if you don't mind. Okay. And what I want to do, if it's okay, is I'm going to start a little bit before that to how I got into this work of internet marketing. Because it's relevant to my philosophy. So I'm a recovering corporate misfit. And in my last life as a um, corporate misfit, I started uh, hating my job. And one day my son came home from school and said he hated school. And that was a turning point. And so I decided to turn my hobby of my sort of calling vocation of being a non-denominational minister and doing marriage prep and relationship coaching into a business. So I took one of those, like that cosmic kick in the butt seminar where you go like, okay, I'm quitting my job in six months. And then I got like the voluntary layoff. So I said, okay, and jumped from that to creating a business. And super long story short, I turned my hobby into a business. And I got to be a stay at home and a working mom so I could be there to for my son. I got to help to start a charter school. I got to do all these great things because I was able to turn my hobby into a business and become successful with it. And how I became so successful was in the last 10 years, I did that for 20 years. In the last 10 years, I got ahead of the curve on the internet. And back then it was easy, you know, I cracked the code, figured out how to get to the top of Google. And I built my wedding ministry to over a hundred weddings a year. I had, you know, six other ministers and it was great. It was a great run. But then I got to the point where it was like two things happened for me. One was that that life became something that I, I needed to have a different life. It's very intense doing weddings and just that whole life. You're just consumed with it. And the other thing was I felt like, you know, I could use my powers for good and help way more people to grow their businesses by choosing to help people who were healing the world with their businesses. And so that's what I decided to do. So in 2008, I launched Whole Heart Marketing. And you know, at the beginning, it was building websites, SEO, all that geeky internet marketing stuff. And then came social media. And I have this kind of like thing about like, really, God, Facebook, this is my life, because I'm this I'm a very spiritual person. I'm a very purpose driven person. I'm deep. And I'm like, really, God, Facebook, because I really got on Facebook just to stalk my kids. And then I had because I am a thought leader and a visionary, I have this epiphany that social media, while it can be the most annoying thing that ever walked the face of the earth, and it can be negative and hurtful and a waste of time and a time suck and all those things. I know you guys are listening and saying like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> it can also be a powerful force for positive change in the world. And so I got on this mission to inspire at that time i said you know two million of the two plus billion now it's like four plus billion people to raise the consciousness of facebook to raise the consciousness of social social media you know there's there's room for everybody everybody gets to do whatever they want to do and we can take charge and raise the consciousness and use social media as a powerful force for change in the world 
So that's what I do. I teach people how to use Facebook. And I say Facebook because Facebook is the mothership, but I'm talking about all social media, okay? All LinkedIn, Facebook, all of it. To use it as a powerful force for change in the world. So that's a, yeah, so that's what I do. And my clients are purpose-driven, higher conscious entrepreneurs who are healing the world with who they are or with their businesses. I work with mostly women. And I always say, and I used to say, and a few good men, but now I say, and a few smart men. <laughs> but, but I'm, you know, I, I'll work with anybody who has that um, purpose-driven desire to, to heal the word, world and to help people. And how beautiful is that? I mean, now you get to work with people that are like you that share your value system. I mean, that by itself is a lesson in my mm -hmm. humble opinion, because, you know, a lot of people will take anybody with a heartbeat and a credit card that has a limit big enough to bring them on as a client. And have you ever done, have you been through that process where you've gotten a client that ended up being literally like a cancer to your, your business? And I have. what have you learned from that? <laughs> I have. And I said, uh, so I'm a spiritual person. And my last person that I did that with, it was a very long time ago. Because in the beginning, you know, I just, first of all, I didn't really know. And I thought, I can help everybody. You know how we do that. And it was like, God, if you take this person, I'll never do it again. <laughs> and that's what happened. And what I learned was that, and this is something, I'm going to tell everybody this. This is one of the most important messages that I have. So most of the time, what we do is we open up our, our Facebook, we open up our social media, and we go, what should I say? Right? That's the first thing. What should I say? What should I post? But the real first question is, who am I talking to? It's always, who am I talking to? And in finding your ideal clients, it's who am I talking to? What is the struggle that they have? And what is going to cause them to lean in and get that I know I understand their struggle. And, you know, once I got clear about who is my ideal client and what is their struggle and what is going to, what is the transformation? What is going to cause them to lean in and say, yeah, she gets me. That's where you have the freedom and your business becomes so much more peaceful. And, and it's tempting to take those other clients, but here's what I decided to start doing. I have other people to refer them to mm. so that I can say, here's a perfect client for you. And other people refer people to me who are not the right ones for them. So we all get who we're supposed to work with. Yeah. There's plenty to go around. And yeah, I've, I've often found that as I'm talking to somebody before they become a client, I'm listening intently and I'm watching, I'm seeing how they act. I'm seeing how they react. If, if the smallest little speed bump comes up, are they going to go off the rails and get all upset or are they going to be productive and and choose to let their attitude dictate their circumstances versus the other way around? Right. And I'm looking at all that. I want to know, is this going to be somebody I actually enjoy talking to, being with and spending time with? If that isn't part of it, I'm like, ain't going to work. We got to move on. It's and so like true. And I become friends with a lot of my clients, you know, and that's very telling, you know, that's yeah. hopefully what you want. And I love the part that you said, well, we may not be a fit, but I know somebody who you might fit better with. Uh, it's not that it's an angry departure. It's just we're just not a fit. Not everybody is. I mean, that's why, you know, I've got a wife. We are a fit. Not every everyone else would be a fit. They just aren't. We're, we're made for certain people and that's OK. That's what I love about our life. And here's a great lesson for people. Over the years, when I have become very clear and I've said to certain people, like, I don't think we're a good fit, every single time they have thanked me for my honesty. To not just take them and not be able to help them, but to say, like, you know, sometimes I don't have anyone to refer them to and I say, I'll look into it. But to say that people appreciate that level of honesty. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And that's... Look, a lot of time can be wasted if we're not honest. And, you know, yeah, as long as, long as there's somebody like Diana Conkoff Morgan who <laughs> understands how to treat people and talk to them, even when you are letting them go, they're probably not feeling horrible. They're thanking you. I mean, you just said it. And so right. it doesn't have to be a brutal, like, breakup, like back in high school if you were right. breaking up from your... <laughs> <Right. laughs> 
it's this look we're not a fit but i love so the, the great thing is it's not just we have a problem we're not a fit it's we have a problem and i have a potential solution for you i mean that's like business 101 don't just gripe about stuff if that's what a person tends to do more often than not they're probably not successful right away if they just gripe well they're not looking for the solution they're just they're at that what do they call that um not suspect but uh the victim mode right, right? they're victim right. of to all their circumstances and so yeah so all of this rings true and i think it's highly important people understand the it's just as important to know and and to say no than it is to say yes even though that could pad your wallet a little bit more your purse um because like like we're saying they could cost you more in time effort and anguish than you could ever bring in monetarily from them and you're not going to get a get get a good referral from them if you don't if you can't help them you're not going to get a good recommendation so it's just it's never really a good thing <laughs> yeah and, I, and this is geared toward a lot a lot more toward people that are just starting out in business that are more in the scarcity mindset i i've been there i think we've all been there where every yeah. dollar meant something <laughs> and right. so it's very tempting as you said it was tempting for some to bring them on but you're going to be so happy in the long run. Now you can focus on bringing on those who do fit and market to them rather than drudging through the, the tar and the thickness and the ooze and going through pain every day. <laughs> that was very graphic. <laughs> so being an entrepreneur, is, it's, a, it, it's a different type of person uh, than most uh, because entrepreneurs, we make up a small percentage of the, the global population. Um, and to do that, one of the reasons is because we got to be thick skinned. We got to be willing to take risks and we got to um, make sacrifices often that are more in quantity and volume than someone who's, say, an employee of a company. For you, what kind of sacrifices, if you call them that, have you had to make in order to become and achieve and continue to be a successful entrepreneur? You know, I would say in the beginning, I started to have the you know sacrifices around time because in the beginning when you're starting up you know 80 percent of the startup of the rocket ship is in the effort or what however that analogy yes. is yeah so it's a lot of time you know i found myself working 10 o'clock at night and um one time you know i quit my job oh, so i could go there for my son and one one time I asked my son, I used to wanted to want to know like how am I doing, you know? So I would say, so when you're an, when you're grown up, how will you describe your childhood? And one time he said, well, you know, my mom was always busy working on her computer, and at that time we were living in a, a place where my office was the living room, so I had to take the time to say, look this is work. I'm not playing computer games here. And to explain that to him and to take quality time with him. Plus, of course, in the beginning, it was a decrease of income. But I can tell you the sacrifice of my health and the sacrifice of not being there for my child my, when I was working in the corporate world were so much greater than that temporary sacrifice of time and money to the point where eventually, you know, I got to be there for him. I got to have a flexible life. I got to be healthy because I got to create a schedule that worked for me. I got to have the life that I wanted to have by having my own business. And, you know, now, so I'm, I have my own business and I'm, just moved to Southern California and my mom is 90 and I get to have a flexible schedule to spend time with her and help her with things she needs help with and got a grandbaby coming. It's like the beautiful thing about having your own business is that you get to have your own life how you want it. And the sacrifices in the beginning, because they are there, really are so worth it if you are doing the right things to get to the point where you can have, as I say, a sustainable business and life. I can relate to so much of that. And yeah, it, and you, you did the right, my God, what a great question to ask of your son. Holy smokes. Oh, I, I don't, I think I'd be afraid to ask that back when I was, <laughs> I was doing the same thing. You were uh, sometimes often longer than 10 o'clock at night, missing dinner, working right through it. Um, yeah, and then you're in the living room, right in the middle, where they're always seeing uh, that you're continually 
busy. I can, oh my gosh, I can release Yeah, and in his mind, I'm like, you know, playing computer games or something because, <laughs> you know, and, and what I did, we started having date night. So date night for the nine-year-old is Caro's and Best Buy or something, right? <laughs> so once a week we had date night and, and it really, you know, he got to have quality time and I got to be a soccer mom, you know, and all those things that, that I wanted to do to be there for him. And I think these are very important lessons for everyone to really take heart of because, you know, I, I took it to the point where I was, an, I was really an idiot. I mean, to both my wife and my kids. Uh, and I was just so unbelievably deeply involved and ingrained in what I was doing to a point of, thank God my wife brought it up and we had a conversation and she kind of woke me up. It didn't feel good, but you know, she did the right thing and no, no, uh, discipline ever feels good. And that's kind of what it was, but it was discipline in a great way. I got a spanking. It woke my butt up and now we're, you know, we're high school sweethearts. We've been together 33 years, married eight years nice. before that. Congratulations. And thanks. Thank, thank you. And thanks to her for, you know, pulling me to the side and saying, Hey, this ain't working out. What you're doing has got to change. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> well, you I, know, I think every entrepreneur gets to that point. I think you, you become sort of like, you know, workaholic and you can't stop and you keep doing, doing, doing until you finally realize you need to start leveraging your time and your, and everything. And, and we, I think we all hit that bottom as an entrepreneur and realize can't go on forever. And then we realize it's our choice. And when you realize it's your own choice and you are your own boss and you're being a jerk to yourself, you know, it's like, okay, time to change. Yeah. And I, yeah, it's, I think it's a very common thing. Everyone goes through, we all have to navigate our own waters and, mm -hmm. and you said it all. I mean, you have full control over it. That's so it could be a, a plus or it could be a pitfall. If you have full control over your life and you're not good at, <laughs> outlining and and controlling your own life then that may not be a good thing um but for almost entrepreneurs it is it's just getting those wake-up calls getting that hint getting that response from your son getting that set stand let's go to the side and have a chat for my wife um those are all part of it and right. you know part of that reason though would you agree to this is because we are so ingrained and working so hard because part of that reason is we are loving what we're doing Right. Exactly. That is absolutely true. I love what I do. I will do this until I stop working. And um, I, I feel like what I do brings in every aspect of who I am, you know, um, from a people person to an introvert, to a networker, to a geeky marketing person, all those parts of myself get to come out in my work. Uh, so fulfilling. And did you land in that position I know, I know the answer to this and everyone probably does, but was that, did that happen your first time out when you first became an entrepreneur? Were you in that sweet spot that this is, oh, I love everything about it? No, <laughs> I was not. No. Um, you know, I started with, I, you know, it's funny because I have always sort of come from a different place when I have looked at what do I want to do for my work? You know, once I became an entrepreneur, I looked at what are the what is the life that I want to have? What kind of people do I want to be around? What kind of work do I want to do? All those things. And then, okay, what fits into that? So my first, you know, my first run of this was doing all the SEO and building websites and all of that. And I'm grateful that I did it because it gave me a tremendous amount of information because understanding search engine optimization gave me the gift of how I understand social media. And I think that that's one of the things that sets me apart from other social media people is that I really understand social media as a search engine and not just this other thing that you post what you had for dinner last night, unless you are a foodie. <laughs> I always have to qualify that. But, um, but so what happened for me was I was doing, you know, the internet mark, the websites and SEO and all that stuff. And it was like, okay, I'm good at this. And this is a tricky thing for entrepreneurs. There's what we can do versus what do we want to do and what makes our heart sing. And like, as I started to transition into the social media and really seeing people light up when they just, you know, so like my first 30 second commercial. This is kind of funny. So my first 30 second commercial was, 
you know, if you hate social media and you just think it's stupid and you can't get it, I'm your person. And I got a bunch of like negative downer people and it was like, oh God, kill me now. So then I switched to, if you understand the value of social media, but you just wish somebody would show you how to do it, then I'm your person. And then I got the, a whole different group of people. And when I started seeing people light up because I was showing them how to use Facebook. And I mean, partially it was so they could just, you know, use the personal aspects of it. And then it was about using it for business. It gave me so much joy. And because I am a coach and because I am a minister and all these other things, bringing all of that into helping people to become willing to be visible, to understand how to be visible in a way that feels comfortable, but is not too, you know, too vulnerable and overexposed and really just understanding all those different aspects of how to use social media as a network, just seeing people light up and seeing people who are amazing people who would never have reached the people they reached, who would not be doing the work in the world that they're doing if they did not know how to use social media. It gets me up in the morning. And it just inspires me. You can't tell. I'm kidding. <laughs> That's Some a great of my thing. clients are in their 70s and 80s. Some of my clients, I have a client, she's, in, she's 80. It's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> most people that are in their 80s won't touch a computer, let alone go to social media. Uh, right. It's funny. My dad's 86, and every time we uh, this is going back uh, even a couple decades. <laughs> He's like, all I want to do with this little laptop is fold it up and throw it out the dang window. <laughs> my mom is on Facebook. I don't know if she's watching right now or not, but my mom is on Facebook. She's watching what all the kids, grandkids and great grandkids are doing. I mean, she is there and she's 80. I, I mean, she's I 90, she's not 80. She's 90. That's Act amazing. Like Hey, Sohail, thanks for coming on. I love it, love it, love having people come on, watching. Oh, my goodness. So one of my favorite questions I ask is, it is by far, it's got to be, I think it is the favorite, except for the last one of the show. That's really my true favorite. But this one is a close second. And I'm always deeply curious about this topic because it's about marketing. And what works today didn't necessarily work 10 years ago. And also, if we fast forward to 10 years from now, what working is working today may not work 10 years from now. It's almost like the real estate cycle of 10 years. Some things seem to hold true no matter what year it is. Uh, but for you, what I'm curious about, for you right now, not 10 years ago, not last month, but right now, the last time you did any form of marketing, what is working for you right now when it comes to marketing? What is your best? What's working? What's working for me? I do a lot of speaking. I, mm -hmm. I talk about, you know, how to grow your online presence. I, I do a lot of speaking. I do a lot of connecting. I do a lot of networking. And, you know, what I do is I speak I offer like a free thing. When I network, I invite people to my free thing. And I heard someone, someone, someone said something one time to me that was very interesting. I said, you know, yeah, Facebook's great. It's a great way to get to know people. And, and she said, oh, well, you know, I prefer just to interact with people in person. I don't want to use the internet. Well, here's the thing. It takes, what do they say now, eight to 13 touches now to really, for somebody to really remember you and, and build that connection. So if you meet people when you're speaking, when you're networking, whether it's in person or um, virtual, and then you connect with them on all of your social media, assuming all of your social media is current and set up properly and representing really truly representing you and your brand and then you connect with them and not to sell but to connect and to build and deepen relationships so i guess what and you know the universal thing that i think is always going to work is building relationships so it's just a matter of how do i build the relationship now so it used to be you get you show you give people your card or you do go to coffee or whatever. Now you meet them on Zoom and you say, hey, let's get together and have a Zoom connect or you get together in person. 
but you stay in touch with them on social media and not again it's not to sell it's to like comment share and care i like to say you know it's not just like phoning it in it's really taking <laughs> it to that next level like one authentic caring comment can bring more impact to you than a million likes and blah blah they call it I so resonate with all this. I mean, I, you know, in the beginning I was imploring of people to take notes. I'm running the show and I've got a page already going. Nice. <laughs> I'm getting writer's cramp and that's always a good sign because um, I'm learning a lot and I love, I, you know, I so resonate with everything you're saying so much. Um, it's, it is about relationship building without the intent to sell them. And that is so difficult to crack through that shell. It was for me. I finally did. And I, I am more happy than I ever was before. It's, it's now it's like you have said, it's organic. It's true. It's real. And oftentimes when I meet somebody and establish a relationship, because now selling something's not in the forefront of my mind, very often I become the client of theirs. And to me, it's okay. Cause that meant they filled a gap that I needed filled. It's not about, I just got to make a sale out of this. It's, Let's see where this goes. Maybe I can connect them with someone else like you were astutely talking about earlier. It's like, maybe I can't help you directly, but man, I'm connected because you've done all the networking. Diana Cuff Morgan has done all the networking, so she's well-connected. And if she can't help you, I'll bet money she knows somebody who could. And why not help them by saying, let me introduce you to this individual. Would that be okay? And do you think if they ever did need her services, they would ever think of, oh, you know, Diana, she's in the social media realm. I now need that. I'm going to give her a call because she helped me. And that isn't why we're doing it, is it, Diana? Right. It's, for, it's, to serve. it's to serve. Right. And I've actually had people that I've referred to other people refer me to someone else, even though I said I wasn't the right fit for them. And I'll explain why. And they'll send someone else to me, you know, and it's it's about serving. Yes. You know, and, and that's one of the things I feel like that's one of the biggest things that people miss about social media, that social media is about building relationships. It's not really about sales. Like it's like 10 percent selling, you know, 50 percent branding yourself, 40 percent educate, inspire and motivate and 10 percent promote, because when you build influence, you don't have, like you just said, when you build influence, you don't have to promote because people come to you and every single thing you do on social media leaves a digital footprint. So when you leave a comment, when you share someone else's content, when you lift someone up, everybody sees that. And it's not about you. It's, yeah. it's about people getting to know you. Mm. Wow. Yeah. You know what? That is what we call a bomb dropping moment right there. Yes. Smart bombs, knowledge bombs, bombs of wisdom. That is Diana Konkoff Morgan in a nutshell. And it's a big nutshell because there's a lot to Diana Konkoff Morgan. And I mean that in a very, very good way. My goodness. Oh, it's not about you. I love that. That's that's one of the things um, that many entrepreneurs get stuck in this egocentric approach to business and some do it just without even knowing that they did they're following and modeling someone else they watch someone on stage i've seen so many of these uh right. you can you can pick them out of a crowd it takes five minutes when they're on stage oh no it's one of those right me 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 and that's just some people like that some people are attracted to their confidence that's okay uh but it's not authentic and it's all about i'm going to find a way to coerce you to buy my stuff even if you don't really need it i'm gonna do some voodoo magic and woo, woo hypnosis on stage and you're going to come to the back and buy my product for $5,000 and then find out you don't even need it. Um, it's a, it's, so that's why I'm resonating with you so much. Uh, Diana is it's all about relationships and that's man come a long way. Cause it wasn't like that in the early days. And I think personally, because just going back and talking to um, and reading books uh, and talking to people who've been around the block for a while, it seems to me that building relationships has been the common denominator of successful marketing for all of time. Yeah. Would you agree with that? A hundred percent. So yeah. why aren't more courses like yours and more focus put on 
the most important aspect of marketing. Why, why do you think that is? Do you have an opinion on that? Oh, well, I have an opinion on everything. <laughs> I think it's because it takes more time. You yes. know, it takes more time to do that. And people just want to like, you know, post or hire someone to do their posting, all that stuff. And, you know, what, so I have my, my challenge that I like to share and it's, I'm, I, cause I'm from the school of less is more on social media. And this is not the promotional in the business. I'm just talking about your personal, how do you be on social media? So we're all six degrees of separation away from everyone in the world. And really, truly, we each represent like 50,000 people in our like tiny little network of, of people, right? So think about how many people do you really need to be successful in your business? And I want to challenge you to pick five people a week to play with on social media. Okay. So, and you know, it'll be five people and then next couple of those will work out and you'll pick five more and five more until you have like, you know, 30, 40, 50 people. And who are these people? They are people of like mind. So you want to share each other's content. They're mm -hmm. active. So, you know, you're, they're not, if they weren't, haven't been posting for six months, they're not good for this. They're active people of like mind, they're strategic partners. So maybe you do the same thing and you refer each other or you do something different, but you market to the same people. They're influencers, they're big networkers. So it's intentional social media. So pick those five people, connect with them, start to play with them. And, and the, I like to say play because I like to keep it fun. You know, what does that look like? So it's liking, commenting, sharing their content, all those things that I talked about. And what you're going to find is two things. You're going to find that you're going to start liking social media because you're going to start liking what's in your feed because it's going to be the people that you've been playing with. Their content's going to start showing up in your feed. Your content's going to start showing up in their feed. And you're going to start your relationships and your social media is going to start to accelerate in a positive way. So I challenge you to do that. Everybody who does that has an amazing result from it. Love to hear about it. And it's just a very powerful process. And so instead of getting on your social media and going like, what should I say? And how do I reach those four plus billion people? Just think about who am I talking to and who are those five people this week that I'm going to play with? That's awesome. And do you recommend that they go in and respond and you know, react to their posts versus write their own posts, that kind of thing? Both. So I, I like to use my acronym CARE, which is, so it's liking, commenting, sharing, and caring, which is connect, acknowledge, respond, and engage. So you're, um, you know, you're, you're playing with them. So you're, you're going to their social media, you're getting to know them, you're liking and commenting on their content. You are, here's what you're not doing. You're not pasting your promotional thing in their messenger or, you know, you can message them, but message them to get together for coffee. Gee, I'd love to connect with you and, and let it be authentic for you. Somebody you really want to connect with. Start with people you already know. If you're on Facebook, start with people you already know on Facebook and then connect with them on all social media that you have. If you're on LinkedIn more, start connecting, pick the five people from LinkedIn, but pick people you already know. You know, if you go to your friends or your connections on LinkedIn, you're going to be like, well, I haven't talked to that person in ages. And that's what's going to start happening is you're going to start like reviving relationships with people that you've, you already know. I love this. This is such a great idea. I, and gee, I wonder if anyone has tested this and proven it to work. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you made it, you already made it sound fun and light. And just let's just sit down like we're at a Starbucks or a place to have a coffee, but we right. just happen to be right. online. And it's not, you know, it's like you can, do you ever breach the subject like, hey, what are you doing these days? How's your business going? as a way of getting conversations started without leading them into, oh, this is what I'm doing and here's my latest product. Yes, I do. Yeah, and I, do. I also go to their social media and I see what they're doing. If they have a workshop coming up, you know, I might share it on my social media and I'll mm -hmm. tag them so they know I shared it and I'll say something about it. 
you know? Um, and like somebody shared about me being on this call with you today. And, you know, it's like, oh, well, that's so nice because, you know, and said a lot of nice things about me on Facebook, you know, and, and we do that for each other, you know? And, and so it's, it's taking that one little next step to authenticity. I always, I, I like that. to say, bring your whole heart essence to your online presence. Bring mm. your whole heart. That's got a ring to it. Hey, speaking of ring, I don't know why the, how the ring has anything to do with this, but it just made me think of something. A little birdie told me that you had co-authored a book that has some topics that are right in point with what we're talking about. Would you like to uh, share some tidbits from that? I do. So I'm in a book on leadership and the, my, my uh, um, topic is your leadership legacy online Four powerful steps to grow your brand and create your legacy as an expert and thought leader. And the tidbits that I want to share, and I was actually going to talk about this a little earlier around, you know, who do you play with and what do you do on social media? It's really easy to come on to social media, especially Facebook, and just go like, oh, God, kill me now and not want to do it. So everything is energy and people perceive your energy. What I want you to do is consider being a leader on social media. So what does that look like? What is your leadership legacy? Be the person who comes from a positive place. Take the high road, inspire and educate people. Don't get caught up in the negativity. Don't delete your Facebook profile. You can run, but you can't hide. <laughs> and also, I want to just, I'm going to, this is like super brief, but I'm going to tell you, I want to recommend that you set yourself up for success with your social media. And this is something I talk about in the book, which is that, you know, you can't just use Facebook as your database or your email marketing system. And social media could go away any day. It's marketing. It is an opportunity to raise consciousness, but it's marketing. So you want to really set yourself up for success. And that's four steps. And this is like the super short version of those four steps. Be clear about your message. Have a plan. A plan is what's your free thing that you offer people so they can have an opportunity to get to know you better, to have an experience of you so that they can feel a familiarity with you. Have your own online presence, which means your own website, and your own email marketing so that, you know, I always say, if you don't have your own email marketing and website, using social media is like chasing a flash mob because, you know, they could be gone. They're there. They're gone. Now they're on Twitter, TikTok, wherever they are. So have your own online presence. That's being a leader. And then you can start to have social media campaigns where you actually intentionally start to reach people. So those are a few tips from my book. Um, you know, I think the main thing about being a leader on social media is to choose to take the high road. Marketing is about meeting people at their map of the world and bringing them to your transformation. That's what I, I want to inspire you to do. Do you mind uh, holding up the book and letting us know what the title is and all that? Absolutely. The book is called the Art of Leadership, and it's a it's a um, an anthology, and you'll see C. McGeary is the person who uh, put the book together, and there's about twenty of us in here, and you can find it on Amazon. Love Let's it. See I'm doing that right. Thank <laughs> you for sharing. Yes, McGeary is amazing. Excellent. I love it. I love it. I knew. So look. I'm, I've already started page two of my notes and that just never happens. I'm not kidding. <laughs> nice. And so, yeah, this is the second page started. First page is being finicky, but whole thing's filled up. And so that's a good sign. Always a good sign. Um, and that means you're bringing a ton of value. And I like to always go back and say, look, you're, you're crushing it. You're doing a great thing right now, Diana. And I appreciate Thank you. you. So many will go, yeah, but she missed this one thing. They're always looking at the negative. I look at the positive. Like you're, you're just, you're putting so many of these things. I don't know what to call them. Maybe, oh yeah, there they are. 
so many smart bombs, bombs of wisdom, bombs of knowledge, value bombs, you name it. And uh, you're a wonderful breath of fresh air, of rare breed, someone who truly cares about people, who has the experience and know-how and integrity, authenticity, and everything that's rolled up in a beautiful package to deliver this and help people. And I'm really happy that I got to meet you. Gosh, darn, five minutes. Thank you so much. I can't believe we're almost over. This is wrong. It can't be. Okay, so <laughs> this is just hour one. Hour two starts in five minutes. I'm kidding. But um, literally could talk to you uh, for many hours, Diana. And I, I mean that authentically because there's so much. Uh, I think you are you are hitting the nail on the head of the, the, the core issue that so many entrepreneurs are not successful. And that's because they're not putting in the time to build relationships. And once they come to grips with the fact that that's where it is, that's the juice, mm -hmm. and they start concentrating, focusing on it, I think what they'll find out is over time, as they develop these relationships, they're going to feel fuller and 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 more um, purpose-driven than ever uh, than right. by doing this by mass marketing and shooting out messages, automatic messages all over Facebook and everywhere else. Uh, and I know this as a fact, doing this show, I've made so many relationships. You're the next one I've had. I mean, I, I go back to him. I talk to him. We, uh, Gosh, the guy I was just showing you earlier before we came on the show, uh, he asked if I wanted to, if I would read his book for him on Audible. Uh, oh, like, nice. well, I'm like humbled. Yes, of course I'll do that. I don't know where I'll find the time, but the answer is yes. <laughs> nice. But it's like that happened that you don't, you just don't see coming. And it's just, you get to feel the joy of life. I'm, I'm not kidding. Right. Doing it this way compared to just turning the crank. And you know what? Even if lots and lots of money is spewing out the other end, are you fulfilled? Are you happy? Uh, you may think you are. Um, but I'll, I'll leave that up to each individual to decide. But I just love your approach because I somewhat recently learned and started just completely embracing this approach. When I say somewhat recently, it's been two or three years ago. And now it's just like, oh, this is the way it should have been from day one. Right. <laughs> but but I get to take all those experiences that I learned from, all the mistakes I made, and help others by saying, I recommend you don't do the same things I did that were exactly. not cohesive right. to success, either in business or family life. So it's everything is all together. But uh, I did promise every, <coughs> whew, there goes my voice again. I did promise everyone that I would uh, reveal to them how they can win a five night stay at a five star luxury resort, compliments of the big insider secrets. And also, a little birdie told me that Diana may have a little gift for you. Mm -hmm. Up the throat there. And uh, so we'll be revealing that as well. And then Diana gets one last question that you're all going to be blown away by. And how do I know that? Because I ask this question on every show. Yes. And that's how we end it. And it is profound. You do not want to miss that question. Oh, so before we get to that real quick, this is how you can win a five night stay at a five star luxury resort. Get out your pen, get out your pencil, get out your note, note.exe, notepad, I guess it is on PCs. And this is how you enter to win. We get to give one, one of these every single show. You want to go to write this down, ryp.im forward slash vacation. And by the way, the guest experts themselves are eligible to enter. I've had several win. Just saying, hint, hint, wink, wink, ryp.im forward slash vacation. Don't go there now. Write this down. You have time. I will not be revealing the, the winner for about a half hour to an hour from now or after the show's over. So don't worry. Just write this down and then go to it after the fact because I don't want you to miss the rest of the show because this one question could fill an entire show it's an amazing question and i can't wait to unleash it upon the amazing diana Concoff morgan yes and diana has a wonderful gift for you as well so i'm going to bring that up on the screen so she can explain what that is and take it away okay it is a it ends up being about an hour and 15 minute training and it's really an opportunity to understand social media. It's sort of like my gift to people because I have a different approach to social media. I'm really not like the others. And it's an opportunity to learn in a, at more depth the four steps to having a, a, both an authentic and a profitable online presence. I'm live on the training 
and um, I guess the website is up there and I would love to have you join me. If you can't make it on the date, I can always send you the replay, but it will be a great opportunity for you to learn some great tools. I go much deeper into a lot of the things I talked about today. And just by taking this one training and implementing what I share, your social media results are going to change. And so for everyone that is listening um, on podcast, that website is Whole Heart Marketing. Whole is W-H-O-L-E, heart, H-E-A-R-T, marketing. I think everyone knows how to spell that. Dot com <laughs> forward slash and the word gift, G-I-F-T, very important. The G, lowercase, that, that matters after the slash. And that way you can get um, this amazing gift. We appreciate that so very much, Diana. That's amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, we're going to take that down. I hope everybody wrote that down. You wrote it down, right? Everybody wrote that down? Good, good. Okay. And now, here we go. So this question is very profound, Um, Diana. I love it. And one of the reasons I love it so much is that there is no such thing as a wrong answer. It doesn't exist. Oh, okay. In fact, the only, uh, it's its the exact opposite. The only correct answer is yours. Okay. <laughs> because it speak to you. And I know you're all about authenticity. So it's going to come as a, you know, here's the thing. Some, some answer it like instantly. They know the answer. Others actually take some time to ponder. Again, whichever case that is, doesn't matter. It's the perfect way. It's the answer is yours. Make sense? Yeah. All right. So with all that build up, are you ready? I feel like we need a drum roll. <laughs> I have to get I have to get that sound bite. That's that's a good idea. That's really a good idea. I like that. Okay. All right. Here we go. Diana Conkoff Morgan. How do you define success? Hmm. <sighs> That's a great question. That's a big question. So for the next hour, I'm just kidding. Um, For me, how I define success is having the health of body, mind, and spirit, having joy in my life, having purpose, and being able to, I feel like each of us Um, is an expression of the divine or God or whatever you call it in a body. And I feel like success is being able to fully express myself as who I am and what I came here to do. And, um, you know, I mean, throughout my life, I've had lots of challenges. Um, I've had ups and downs. Uh, You know, life is a roller coaster And I feel like, you know, so one of my sayings is, um, I have a lot of Diana-isms, as my son says, true happiness in life comes from a continual process of readjusting our expectations. Mm. And, you know, that happiness is a choice. So the having success is about choosing happiness and taking responsibility for my happiness and fulfilling my life purpose. Mm, you know what that brings up. Yes. Oh, I appreciate you. You are such a wonderful person. And I, I've learned a lot. I've got a page and a half of notes to, to show for it. Um, we have to stay in touch. You and I, yeah, uh, I want to learn more about your process with social media. Uh, what really got me, uh, I'm going to be honest with you was when you talked about search engine optimization, that threw me in a good way. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. I had never thought of it that way. And that is truly a differentiator uh, when it comes to what you do. And so you you got my interest peak. So we're gonna have to have some more chats after this. Absolutely. Oh, yep, Don Hop. <laughs> Thank you, Don, he gave us a drum roll. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Love it. All right, Don, you're hired. Pleasure to be on your show and to get to know you better as well. I mean, you're just such an inspiration. You're such a positive person. And just this whole process of being on your show has been totally awesome. Ah, well, thank you so much, Diane. The pleasure has been all mine. You are just amazing. So everyone, be sure to 
look her up how how is it what's the best way for folks to connect with you i'm gonna guess social media but i don't know maybe right. I'm a- well my facebook diana Konkoff morgan my um you know or whole heart marketing and my website um diana or it's wholeheartmarketing.com you can email me at diana at wholeheartmarketing.com um i have a little uh connect tab on my website and yeah message me and and let's chat yeah. And so odds are, if you have those three names and you type those in Diana Konkoff Morgan, you're going to find her. She's everywhere because she needs a product of the product. Uh, that's that's how you truly find if somebody's doing something that you want to uh, be a client of is to find somebody who knows what the heck they're doing, who's getting results for their clients as she is, who has that differentiating factor of being a search engine optimization expert from days gone by. Oh, my God, that's just so cool. I'm, I'm geeking out. Um, Diana Conkoff Morgan, be sure to contact her, reach out to her. There isn't a business on the planet that could not use her services. I'm fully convinced. And uh, so I, I hope you all do that. This this show is not here for the purpose of promoting or advertising others. I do it authentically when I think it's time to do it. And I'm doing it right now. So please be sure to reach out to her and uh, let her put a smile on your face and show you how to put smiles on others' faces when you go to interact with your five fun people that you get to play with once a week. That's awesome. I love that whole thing. All right. Well, that's it. We have to put this thing to bed. We got to bring it to a wrap. I went over a little bit, but that's okay. We're not paying for studio time, but out of respect to you, Diana, and everyone watching and listening, (laughs) we're going to call it an evening. Thank you once again. I truly appreciate you. It's my pleasure. On behalf of the amazing Diana Kunkoff Morgan, I am Brian Kelly, your host of the Mind Body Business Show. Until next time, one week from now, we'll see you again. So, Everyone put into action everything you learned here today. All right, that's it. I'm done. And so is Diana. (laughs) So long, everybody. (laughs) Be blessed and be great. Take care now. Thank you for tuning in to the Mind Body Business Show podcast at www.themindbodybusinessshow.com. My name is Brian Kelly.